warned me that prison would be an inhumane environment. It is. But I, I find it refreshing. The perfect microcosm of the animal world when an animal wants something, when it needs something. Other things need to be stepped on. Something like that. Yeah. Played the long game. You see, when I'm finally let out of this cage, it won't be to wage war, it will be to win one. You, sir, you need to focus on now. I've given you a chance to walk free, to put that gift of yours to work. If I were in your shoes, I would use this opportunity to find your justice, to kill your way to justice. And not for me, of course not, but for yourself, for your family, for them. Yo, ladies, gentlemen, and Reese's Pieces in Between, this is your motherfucking boy. This is your motherfucking spick. This is that dirty, fat, dick, nigga. Soap bubble again. And back at it again after, I guess, two weeks hiatus, after going week to week for a good, what, seven, eight episodes. Uh, then kind of take a, a chill, I guess, during the fucking what you would call the holiday season, that spending season, the Sunday fun day with the fam season that just feels like it's barely any time of. And then it's just back off to work again. And that's when the shit's that... And, I hate to bitch about my work because it definitely pays the bills and allows me to be able to uh, maneuver certain living situations as it is right now. So it's not necessarily a terrible thing, but just a, you know, you wish you could do more kind of thing. And I guess that those kind of feelings would come up more than ever being at the end of the year. And, you know, you make those dedications at the beginning of the year or your, your resolutions, as it were, to try to better yourself in whichever which way. But we, we have to come to this time of recall or reflection uh, to be able to look back and to really, you know, try to see how we can better ourselves and how we can try to fucking make shit better. Because I feel, especially after having little ones, that's just the shit that you want the most. You can give a fuck so much about personal desires, but when you need to be responsible for others, you just, you feel the pressure a little bit more and you won't understand that until you have more responsibility. Whether it's, you know, someone dumping you with their nephew because uh, fucking parents are either in prison or addicted to some bullshit or just because you've met someone, they had some bundles of jaws and now you have some of your own bundles of jaws on the way. You add into the, you know, to the laugh factory of it. But either which way, once you see that, you open up your eyes. It, it definitely becomes overbearing or that's, that, that sounds... Uh, Sounds too bad. I mean, I, I said burdom some once, and I got in trouble for that shit. But I mean, that's that's just what it is. Anytime, and by human nature, we're selfish, and we look to, you know, for our own rejuvenation or for our own uh, health. It just we're just selfish. We're just selfish beings. You can fucking lick a lot of ass, and you know, give a lot to charities. But at the end of the day, there's just something about us that just you know, as a as just a as a necessity to live in the air that we grasp i mean we're selfish you know i mean unless i'm just that big of a piece of shit but i feel like a lot of people are too so i try not to try not to feel too bad but 
I see that and I notice that and once you can come to that realization you can then you know move forward I mean I, it almost sounds terrible not to say you can't be hopeful or that you can't be on the positive end because I feel that's what definitely keeps us balanced you have to be positive you have to have a good clean spirit or else you are going to be constantly dragging you know into the ground and how they said biblically about being the creepy crawly things that pretty much roll on their fucking guts like a goddamn slug jar jar bings fucking job of the hut piece of shit yeah gotta call myself I'm not, I'm not trying to get that hype I'm just and I might have lost the fucking what I going to say but the, the past two weeks though they just they've been a blur and we get closer and closer into into Christmas time at the time of this recording it's about a week before Christmas or actually a few days away so yeah I'm excited about that it, for, for the fact that I've already had my Christmas present open I gotta fuck with it hardly had time to play with it and when I do I always feel guilty like motherfucker I could be doing this and talking to y'all talking at y'all and all this good stuff and fucking being able to connect it, it's funny how um, I recently had a homie come by just out of nowhere random he happened to be visiting his family out here kind of thing and his phone had died or he had lost my number or some bullshit but the motherfucker remembered vaguely where I lived at literally did a google search like to see the fucking maps and this nigga saw my car in the driveway i didn't think it was that fucking uh what do you call it accurate or live so i don't know how the fuck exactly he did it but sure as shit he saw my fucking uh, he showed me the picture of it of our fucking cars in the driveway and i was like huh well that worked how you doing come on in it just it, it had been dying to see him for such a long time but i wasn't ready i was on my belly fucking snacking with the old lady happy to have the boys down taking a nap like i wasn't i was not expecting to see anybody i was in my house clothes which means full of holes and and pizza stains and just all, all imagine when you when you when you see some shiesty motherfuckers at at the walmart that's what I, I was the attire I was wearing. But as it comes by, just I did not have the house cleaned up. Fucking pulled the back. Was every, everything was bad, all bad. But I was happy to see him. And and, I, and I've definitely learned, especially being my isolation tank in my fucking little cave in my own little world. You know what I'm saying? Trying to stay away from the temptations that is the opposite sex, as if I'm gonna get my dick sucked by some random bitch. Fucking a right. If, if if only I could. If only I had it like that. But I just I laugh anyways. Uh, just being able to see him kind of just really fucking rejuvenated me. It's like man, I miss having friends. You remember some friends? Remember when you laugh with your friends and you smile and you laugh again with your friends? Oh, I miss my friends. And I felt so stupid being so excited about that. But it almost actually it, it cleared up my fucking. That was another thing while i've been away while you've been gone is a uh, fucking have the shittiest cold and at first i was like i always get mad because the oldest he's about five he's in first grade he's about to be six at the beginning of the year anyway see being in school being a bunch of other booger eating motherfuckers are obviously going to be bringing back the latest batch of communicable diseases and this fucking brought me a head cold that hit the chest 
super hard. I actually almost went six hours without smoking. That's how fucked up it was. But anyways, I you know, just, you make it, you go through it. Found myself having to get fucking medicine again and again. And I don't, the only time I ever fuck with some medicine or some kind of thing besides the natural medicine is you're just trying to get that fucking severe cough and cold bullshit. So... Shouts out to that not fucking working and making feel like it does, or at least giving some relief into it. But yeah, they're that fucking winning. It is the season for such bullshit anyway, so definitely mind yourself. And every time you see a crazy, kooky person with a fucking face mask on while you're shopping, they ain't that dumb. And as... You know, as silly as sometimes we it, it would be, you know, to have to fucking carry some latex gloves or bullshit like that because it's just germs everywhere, yes. But you really do got to watch yourself because some so silly, some so common just becomes, I think, a bigger epidemic. So much so, actually, and I know this is probably a hard left turn, but they had mentioned that syphilis might be incurable or one of those fucking STD sort of shits. And I would imagine, though, after I don't know how many years of the old penicillin game or whatever the hell you take shots of to be able to get rid of, you know, whatever sort of infested shits you get from fucking dipping your wick or pick inside the whorish bowels of, of whatever is your neighbor, it's... It's obviously evolving It's becoming way stronger And it just makes me wonder If we're ever Gonna be in a world Or if if it's gonna be In our lifetime To where we're gonna see Diseases Kinda come back Like the fucking plague You know And I don't wish that Upon nothing But I just I just know that Eventually Something's gonna have to Get strong enough To make it past What it is that We felt That we've built you know, like wall-wise. I'm wondering, is that why the fucking the pressures to try to make Mars livable and sustainable? Like, are we, I'm pretty sure scientists have known this, and they're just it's a race to get the fuck out of here. And I mean, shit, they're even in the UK. They're gonna be doing the first head transplant. You know, and it makes you wonder what kind of possibilities that shit has, or you know. I mean, all the restraints that I don't know too much about it. Y'all can fucking look it up. But when I heard that shit, I was fucking mesmerized. I mean, I, we're at the point to where we've barely done our first dick transplant. And I guess they gave this Indian cat, and y'all can Google it, man with a bionic penis or something. And they, he, I don't think he hasn't had a dick since the age of six. So I don't know at what point he figured, fuck it, I finally want one. But... They gave it a try And apparently it works like a charm And I mean You talk about yelling Go go get your dick And not be able to fucking You know slay some demons I, I would say that's highly incredible Anyways this guy The reason why he even made it In front of news Because of I remember reading about it before I want to say I want to say We might have reported On the Bomb Blackies Mexican podcast But I remember Not too much about it Other than I guess they had to Like a recap with him And He Tombox Hall. He works 14 hour days and uh, he gets a lot of uh, proposals, you know what I'm saying, for Safakis because what bitch who's a dick fiend wouldn't want themselves a bionic dick on a man, you know. I guess you're getting the best of two worlds. You're getting that battery power operated, you know, slay machine. Also, the not so creepiness of having to do it by yourself or with a robot, but by having to be with another human being. Anyways, this guy says that he passes up on so much ass because he's simply too fucking tired. 
ain't that some shit matter of factly not to get you know tmi about fucking a what is not tmi about fucking podcasts because you're gonna reveal yourself to to the whole fucking world not even knowing it but since being in home with in-house ass which is something i've always wanted i have lost my desires and it's not because my woman is not beautiful because if anything she has become more beautiful her producing life for some reason has made me fall deeper in love with her than i could have ever imagined and that's that's that says a lot simply because i just i thought i was so sinister that i i I would just do it for tax breaks and benefits but it really and i wonder if it's kids i wonder if it just because i i fucking sit for so many fucking hours a day i'm just not as active i i could have sworn it would have been for being faithful because i felt like when i was holding it up i had energy i went out i went about i was in my day in the cutest little clothes and you know maybe want to work out and it just it just i feel like everything kept kept going kept spinning the gears kept grinding so i don't know at what point i lost that i want to blame it on being faithful girl says i just that's negative i don't know i don't know what y'all think i don't know what it was but definitely lifestyle change uh just like changing the fucking diet you just you, you go without missing something and you know it's gonna show one which way another name and as as much as like to being a strong uh spiritual man not just to one particular faith but just to the universe i kind of felt that hippie one love shit being a part of that but now apparently that's not a good excuse so i'm a bit confused but i can see like i said this is having two little fucking bastards running around and begging for shit and you know you want to teach you want to learn but you also you know gotta do what you gotta do shit like that give you so fucking time to where it's just like okay you home safe all right i'm so glad i love you so much good night (coughs) yeah so i can see where this brother's coming from and I, i feel like i really snitched myself but I'm hoping she don't fucking listen. I'm hoping you don't fucking tell her. You hear that? Don't tell her shit. Bitches that work with her, don't say nothing. Keep it to yourself. But no, I mean, I used to be quite the whore. And uh, shit, I don't know. I I feel like anytime someone gets into something like that, it's because they are covering up some kind of void that's a part of them. And I know even... When I had become like a baby Christian and I was on fire for the Lord and I, I, I could have sworn I, I fought a couple of demons and won simply because of, you know, grace. Um, I still kind of did my thing, though. Like, I, I truly loved and I felt like I would fall in love daily. And I definitely mistook, you know, I'm saying lust for that. But. I never hurt and you know because i was so frank and so up forward you know it was almost like i was given a pass or like and i was given the okay to continue and, you know and every everybody has this vice and i would hope that priests and pastors aren't there fucking holding it up in the backgrounds because you would want them to be as genuine as possible but i was as gen- i was genuine as fuck and you know i i I wouldn't say I was a player, but I crushed a lot or crushed a few. I mean, it was really just me being happy, getting with whatever was a different spice of, you know, whatever life I was in. And I think that's what kind of kept me going. She actually girl, caught me up. She was, uh, I don't know what the fuck, she had some bad dream. And I, I've been nothing but good, you know what I'm saying, for the most part. But 
she had come, she had some bad dream about me creeping. Uh, you know, you know, it could be because she's pregnant, so I didn't. She probably just feeling insecure. But I asked her, you know, because then no, she started asking me about certain exes, and she knows about my Rita fascinations. And then she fucking asked me. She said, "Well, how dark was the Puerto Rican?" I was thinking to myself, "Well, darker than I'd like." And she was just kind of like, "Well, why were you with her?" And, I'm, and and I think she was looking shit at a super. Or total superficial kind of way Because as much as we base shit on looks And as much, as much as we might have preferences Does it make sense that we don't always get what we want? Or that just because you have a preference Doesn't mean that you settle? I don't know what that says about my character Or how she summed me up as But I was just, you know like I really couldn't find the heart to say I'm Like She was a bad bitch You know, uh, she was definitely a whore She showed me a good time Stuck around for a while It's just like the typical story Of your dumb bitch Who's with some no good nigga That You know what I'm saying Gives her a good dick And, and he abuses her And the bitch deals with it It's just It's the same situation Just you know Something kind of flipped around And you know At one point in your life You're gonna play the dumb bitch Until you Realize that And you hopefully can evolve And move from it And if you stick to it And you stick Suffering For some good dick And or booty I mean you're fucking yourself up you know there's no better way to to really say that and we do what we do for love or for what we have a feeling is our placement to it you know we we find ourselves in a situation putting our faith in people that we feel is gonna move motivate or gonna be able to accomplish the job i mean look at fucking trump you know i'm surprised i didn't mention that first time first thing going to the show but this cat kind of has something going on that I can't really explain. I mean, besides the fact that he can dumb it down for people, that he can speak comments, spoken speak, and make it to where you can understand, you can gravitate, you can ingest it, you can digest it, you can have it become part of you, and whatever you can, you're able to take what he has and make your own opinion on it. Whether you're whether you're talking shit saying he was being a buffoon, well, I mean, check it out. That's most of the population, it seems like, because he spoke to majority people. I mean, fuck who won the popular vote. He swayed where he needed to sway. He won the race that he intended to win. And when he was doing his cabinet picks, and I don't have the fucking list of names, but after each day, because it almost became what it seemed like, and it's because I listened to, to, to your NPRs and your talk radios and your news segments and bullshits, but it almost seemed like each day or each two days, there's room where he was going to pick, him finally picking them, speaking to them, and it was almost as if that was his way to kind of woo them. Like, for the motherfuckers that didn't give him a definite answer, he'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to leak this information and we'll let the we'll let the people decide all the shit they're gonna say and whether or not you can take that well then we'll move forward from there but he picked definite power players in each of these shits and the last one that i can remember him picking um and i fucking forget for what position it was for but it was the oh it was the republic of uh, fucking foreign affairs uh with the dude from um, exxon mobile i remember and that cat who is very rich very onto his own from being in the oil business and that's that's big money right there he's had uh, relationships with 
these foreign countries, these European, you know what I'm saying, countries that are world powers making moves to have money. Obviously, you're going to do business with other uh, places that have business or that can give business. And, you know, it's all about making money. You wouldn't be in business if it wasn't for the gain of more capital. Anyways, by him picking this cap, which, you know, it's been a worry since the very beginning of the election cycle or not saying election cycle, but just him kind of taking gears, him being a businessman, about him kind of doing things that are going to more or less be uh, in his favor when it comes to, you know, making certain financial decisions. And especially if he's in talks with all these other countries and, you know, he has businesses that he wants to take claim there, like what's not to motivate or to have him use his influence in that same nature which is totally understandable fucking a if i was a businessman i own these fucking businesses and now i'm at this hierarchy of shit that gives me more power then why wouldn't i use that to make my business greater so there's there's a lot of back and forth about him put going into a blind trust him selling his businesses he ends up fucking going to blind trusting which apparently i don't know exactly how it works because supposedly he was gonna leave his family to do it for him as if they're not gonna double check or have his best interests at heart like i'd imagine especially though with especially with his i want to say second to eldest son and daughter they're very business savvy on their own they do their own shit they're on their own thing i mean they were it was even bullshit uh talked about when uh they're part of you know phone conference conversations with other countries and Ivanka's finance that bitch can go wherever the fuck she wants America don't bitch her out or nothing but she was overhearing uh, some business with the Chinese or the uh, Kuwait what's the other Taiwan because you know all that bullshit between uh, Trump and China this motherfucker holds grudges so there was a, it was a big deal and a kind of a big thumbs up to him when I was hearing him uh, or hearing about him going you know doing more business with taiwan which is a big slap in the face to china and it just i mean it's just like kind of like that listen when you come up you're gonna make a list of all your enemies and you're gonna naturally want to prove to them that you're better you're better and why the fuck not you made it you did what you had to do like there's a reason why people put time in or do their grind so that again they can reap the benefits of it so it's like fuck you can't you can't knock that in unless it's gonna be against our favor you know just you kind of have to respect it so anyway so he's making those decisions him making those moves you know he's and i meant to talk more about the family i mean they they know how he thinks or they know what he expects so naturally leaving them with the businesses is just it's gonna make it easy it's gonna make it easier okay i can't touch these shits and when he talked about selling for a bit i was like holy fuck that's way too serious no that doesn't that doesn't make too much sense unless he were to do some bullshit to where he sells it to family members for nickels on the dime and unless they become greedy or you know fall out of grace there's no way that you know he would he would lose on something like that so it's just interesting how he did that it's interesting the people that he's picking there was even uh, forget the cat who's doing uh environmental uh, bs which he apparently is one of those guys that's very against you know doesn't believe in global warming and he just he has a way and y'all can look it up y'all look up his cabinet pics i ain't gonna do it i'm just mentioning it talking about it quite briefly he uh just he's picking people that are either extremely dangerous to the position or damn near perfect 
And in the way that the mixture of, of what that is, it almost seems like he picked a perfect casting. And even I was watching old clips of him on Oprah and she was, you know, this was back in the 90s, back when she was going her, through her transitions and she's going through, it all seemed like fluff pieces back in the day, but they had, she had asked him, you know, like, you know, would you ever run for president and all that bullshit and questioning. But one of the clearest things that he had said, he had mentioned not doing it, but he said <clears throat> that he knows who he would pick in order and in, in what position to place. And I feel like, and mind you, and I say a lot of racist shit, and you know what I'm saying? And people might think I'm a racist prick, and a prick I might be, a big prick at that, but not a racist. Like, I, I say this shit strictly just for satire, strictly just for talking shit, strictly just to be in character and, you know what I'm saying, be the, the right wing to my, my black left, you know? But, but Trump, though, he's just a smart guy. You know, he acts a fool, but he simply, you know, Bible was said about, you know, watch out for the wolf and sheep's clothing, but you, you got to be cunning. You have to be, I forget how they mention where you're supposed to be, like a bird or some kind of shit that you can fly and, you know, keep over eye. You got to be observant and at be in the observance that I'm witnessing. I'd have to call him genius for that regard. He's smart for just knowing what key people to pick. And I think as a coach, as an owner, that's great because it makes your job that much easier. If you can have a good team, if you're experienced enough or have networked enough, worked in, you know, just been around to know who's good at what, why wouldn't you put them in that position? It's just to make you look better. And obviously, it can also call in a favor or it can also, you know, pay some favors, which I imagine he's kind of doing. I almost feel like he's been around the block enough to where he's like, okay, well, look, I owe you in. So I tag you in on this thing. It's, it's up to you to make it work. If you fuck up, it's only you. <clears throat> but obviously, it's, it's, it's more than that. It's way more serious than that. So it can't expect, you know, it, it to be so so breezy. But who the fuck knows? He just he makes shit look real effortlessly. Sometimes it looks fucking awkward, which is why where I'm going to mention his meeting with Kanye. So if we can do some kind of music news transfer. Doo -doo -doo. Kanye, he's been going crazy lately, right? Yeah, you heard about that. Fucking just from all the shits of his outburst to calling people out to claiming and you know my, my damn near claiming some sort of insanity might be even milking some insurance out of it due to whatever fucking kind of bs that you know the, the mental strength can be from the performances to you know being in the public eye from damn near being a kardashian and that those bitches having views belong galore I, I, I got really mad because I don't have cable you know we got the internet that's all that we need so I can understand my girl watching the Kardashians and that. but this bitch is watching it through the Instagram that upset me why would you want to it, it better be a funny fucking caption for you to be watching those bitches but no it seemed like a whole goddamn episode it upset me I won't talk about it anymore but Trump was meeting with Kanye and he just kind of just seemed like he was off his Lexapros. He was stone cold stuck. Like Trump just had his dick in him for the fucking Illuminati, uh, fucking satanic ritual. And he just kind of came in, just waddled out, emotionless. They're asking all these questions. Here Trump is playing the daddy in the most sickening way and kind of just saying, yeah, we're good friends. 
known each other for a long time <laughs> really good friends very long time the way he fucking puts emphasis on shit and then Kanye after them fucking asking question after question even throwing in there whether he's going for the 2020 bit of presidential campaign which coincidentally later on or some other time Kanye had put 2024 meaning he's not gonna fuck with his eight years because you know Trump is gonna have it for that long like God damn. but anyways he says I just want to take my picture so like it was straight up a publicity stunt and we expect nothing less but it's just funny how that shit's starting already like I thought this wasn't gonna be popping off until sometime in fucking January for the inauguration nope he's 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 making his moves he obviously has his his uh his uh, black influence and I laugh because if any of y'all listen to the drink champs Nori has been talking to him forever about being ambassador to something having a hip hop ambassadorship or you know making hip hop bigger than just you know a, a music thing and you know my influence I mean I feel like it's gone way surpassed that and he missed his train of being ambassador but Kanye might actually get that chance which is funny and kind of crazy in a way because we're putting clowns, performers in these possibly important positions. And I don't know, it's just, it's funny, man. It's super trolling is probably what I would say was the most. And But we, we ate it up, though. And people were, were going crazy, just speculating and, and fucking wondering. But, I mean, I feel like... And this is the most craziest part too, kind of going back to how how stone-faced he was. I feel like this was Britney back in 07. You know, the bitch shaved her head, she went crazy, bitch came back a robot. So who knows what kind of shit, you know, they had on, uh, on Kanye. And when he went loco, you know, who knows what kind of, I mean, I don't know, there's big money behind these people. They're very influential. There has to be ways to control these people. Like, there, there really has to be. Kind of how, like, I mean, throughout the uh, per, uh, election process or uh, when they're running for presidency, like, you know, Trump very strategically played the fool and was very outlandish, but it almost seemed like, like second debate or maybe just once it became, you know, the final, you know, countdown shit with, you know, him and Hillary, that there was like a finally like a click. And that click is what fucking seemed like, holy shit, like he's, he's, re he's changed it up because he knows he's reached a certain checkpoint. The speculation, you know, it might have been the control or whatever the puppet pedals are and the, and the spear kind of pulling the strings, but... When that shit had popped off, it was quite noticeable. Another thing that was really noticeable in the music game, uh, Lupe Fiasco. If he has some tracking, I forget what it's called, but I'm sure it's the only fucking song from this year. Um, he talked about uh, some of his rap record execs off in Warner, some kind of Cohen dude, so you know it's a Jew. But anyways, he's talking mad shit about the uh, the greedy Jew who tried to you know control his shit and you know kind of like the t tell. Fall old fucking folklore tale that we know is fucking true, but we don't fucking try to say it because we want to be more PC and we don't want to get blacklisted. Which I'm sure this nigga sure did because when he called them out, they were deeming him being anti-Semitic, and it's it's very hard to label to stereotype because when you do that, you're calling them all that. Which I mean, I don't know how the fuck that you know. 
it's our words have so much power it's just it's inevitable it's unfortunate it's just it's something that's gonna happen and you know he called out some dudes who really fucked him over on uh, you know from from his record label because i remember he was in atlantic back when food and liquor came out and i remember i don't know if he had got dropped or they just didn't have no push for him because the the leaks and shit to where then warner brothers picked him up and then i mean but just any time that you're fucking with the label they're gonna fuck you there's a reason why they can give you so much up front and why they can own you there's a reason why they try to get you with these 360 deals because they want a penny of everything that you earn no matter if it's something that's outside of what the initial agreement is that's why for the most part merchandising was such a big deal and and Manette was very smart and and doing i don't want to bring his ass up but i remember back when I think it was the Marshall Mathers LP. There was a lot of that swag merchandising shit that you would just kind of see sprinkled around um, just to kind of, I don't want to say propaganda, but just so you know, like a flyer or something like that. They had he, he had like barf bags and I think he had condoms and fucking the little uh, toilet treatment shit so that it didn't smell when you go to the urinals. He had those things. It's just a lot of just out there products so that once again you're advertising you you'll definitely see with fucking realtors doing shit like that but you know once they they put their once they once the label can take your money from that then it kind of makes having a tour much more of a slave shift because once again it's no longer you making more money because being on tours mainly where most artists would, would make their money because it all go towards you know um, pr- production and publication and marketing and just all this bullshit paying off the radios all this shit that once again takes money out of your pocket so the touring part the merchandising part usually one of the biggest things that you would earn so when you lose out on shit like that like you really just you found yourself in what white folks call a pickle and you just you're fucked in that situation. Another situation we're just really fucked in. I don't know how true it is, and I don't know how the hell they even got this footage. But there's studio footage of CeeLo, CeeLo the Green Machine, which is one of my favorite singers, that truly, truly became one of my favorite artists once he developed Gnarls Barkley with uh, was it Danger Mouse? DJ Danger Mouse. He changed his name, but. That shit is where I really discovered, like, fuck, man, this guy can wail. This guy's way more than what, I mean, and late Nate Dogg being another one of my favorite hip-hop singers was stayed in his little niche of things. He didn't really go far past that. I mean, he went far past to where he sung for a lot of unknown Chicano rappers, which I fucking hate their guts, but I was mad jealous that Nate Dogg on the track. But anyway, CeeLo was able to get off of what, would have just been Atlanta rap, which eventually, you know, grew into its own fucking thing. So he would have been straight regardless, but he definitely became more of a pop success. Anyways, he's in the fucking studio. He, uh, he is holding what people are assuming to be some certain kind of, some kind of Samsung Galaxy phone because it just explodes in his fucking ear. It's fucked up. And it, I don't know how you can stage that. I don't know how that could be... Um, pretend because you can see in this black and white fucking footage this shit just fucking burst in and his ass dropped into the floor and it just it seemed fucked up my conspiracy theory fucking was ringing and i was thinking oh shit they try to sleep or sell him and he just you know i don't know he's a robot now like kanye but he just he was i don't know 
I don't know what the fuck the situation was. Y'all should look it up. You can see it. It looks like him because he's he fits a certain criteria. I'm not gonna talk shit about him because I'm a heavy set man, my damn self. But this guy, you can just, it's him. It looks like him. I mean, unless he was holding a fucking plaque that said "Go, Daddy, Go." I'm not gonna know if that was really fucking him or not. Or I didn't see the what the fuck was the Dungeon Family shits around him. There wasn't no descriptive evidence like him holding a fucking newspaper with with the day's date, you know, that can prove that that was him. But you know, when that shit popped off, I just I really didn't know what the fucking thing about it. That shit really tripped me out. And I hope that he's okay. He's definitely one of my favorite singers. But uh, yeah, I don't want him to get hurt. And another person, I, I didn't want to get hurt. I'm not so much of a fucking fan. But you can just tell when, when people are good people. It's fucking Post Malone. And on the 19th, he had uh, did another interview with The Breakfast Club. And the first one that he had done, Charlemagne the God was such a bitch. And when I say bitch, don't take it offensively. I don't mean to say he's a female, but he was like a cunt. He was the biggest black dick cunt I had ever met before you know damn near fucking Point Bigsby fucking the black white supremacist like this guy just turns into such a cunty bitch and I'm not too sure if he does this because I'm usually a big fan of his asshole but I feel like he just picks on him like I'm not too sure if because as 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 even bodied and mighty and sold as you know he portrays or I believe that he is he just turns into such a racist bitch when this white dude's around him. And I'm not too sure if he hates him, you know, and you can go into speculation or just say that's the same shit when he gives everybody. But I've seen him damn near suck dick on the fucking Breakfast Club. But when this guy comes on, he's just such an asshole. I don't even want to call him an asshole. He's a cunt because an asshole is one thing. That's to, you know, be kind of douchey. No, but I, you can smell a cunt when there's a cunt. And if it means, if it's offensive to you, then for exact fucking measure. Nigga was a cunt. That's all I can fucking say. And I just feel bad. Like, this dude, um, Post Malone, I'm impressed that, you know, he jumped into the hip-hop scene the way that he did. I'm surprised that, you know, he can be as ugly, as nappy as he want to be and still be as well-received as your Justin Bieber's, in which case he was talked about being on tour with him, which I'd heard about before because there's whatever trolling pictures of him choke slamming one another and shit like that and obviously it was white white boy rebel grab ass and so i mean i didn't think too much of it but you know he's enough to where he's blown up to essence to where i'm fucking ass country music and if, and if anything i give i give kudos to that because i know back when i was writing i wanted to make an album that fucking i wanted to have a number one in every fucking genre you know i wanted to just how like when you notice like in the bringing on movies or every fucking music theme movie where you know at the very end after they discover themselves they fucking um have like a blend of five fucking songs like that's too damn much like i i always thought about doing shit like that until i started seeing it in movies and i'm like okay no that's fucking ridiculous that's overcooked and repetitive but whatever it's you know it's 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 interesting it's it's sizzling it's fucking entertaining it's stimulating and that's i think that's the whole point of what uh, most music you know that's it has to be able to fucking you know tickle your buddy hole and i feel like that's that's actually one thing that childish gambino did in his new record awaken my love like i really fell in love with it i 
was a fan, a definite strong fan of his first album, Camp. I felt like the story, the nerdisms, the just all the all the shits about it was dope from a singing to his rapping. Second album, because the internet, I feel threw more into stardom. I actually didn't like it. I dug the singles, but as a cohesive piece, I didn't really fuck with it. In fucking Arizona verse, this motherfucker is still in his fucking his rotation, as he had mentioned to me not too long ago. But to me, this third entail is just is the shit. It has absolute no rapping to it, which you're gonna wonder to yourself. Well, isn't Charles Pagino? Childish Gambino, aka Donald Glover, isn't he like a Drake-ish kind of person? Sings and raps. Well, yes, he does, and he didn't feel like giving you both of those shits. And this legitly is like a 1960s, 70s psychedelic um, funk, bass-heavy production, and you would have thought that it was created from back in the day. And I'm not too sure if that's a bit of nostalgia that entrances me so much. I went through linear notes. There wasn't any sampling from it. Like, he legitly had your instrumentalization on the shit from bass players to synth players to what have you to his fucking forever um, producing homie Ludwig, Ludwig, whatever the Jew's name is. And it just it was just a dope album. Honestly, I keep it on repeat. I love having it in the fucking background. I don't have to worry about there being too much curse words. There's uh, Redbone, which I feel is probably my favorite track. Some, some There are some songs that are skippable, but I want to say Redbone definitely is a clear definition of the best part about all this shit. There's another called Zombies, where he's talking, he sounds like he's talking about, you know, raggedy sex or just, you know what I'm saying, just mindless motherfuckers in general. That was a really good track. Um... The, the day me and your mama met is straight up just instrumental, but it almost feels like a musical score that within a few minutes goes from the feelings of meeting someone to going through a roller coaster through its inevitable end. There's there's just a lot going for the album, and I don't want to suck his dick any more than I have because I, I, I'm going to forever hate him for working for one of my favorite Jews, Tina Fey. Or was she Catholic? I don't fucking know. But she's one of my favorite Juanitas for damn sure. Writing, producing, fucking nigga did stand-up. Fucking had abs of steel in that in this fucking thing. He didn't quite look D'Angelo-esque when he, when he did his performance on Kimmel or Fallon. I forget which one it was when he did that Redbone track. But he definitely had his Lando mustache. It's just, it's a trip to see, see him doing what he's doing. And I can only give kudos to that record. I gave... Uh, the new album Soul Listen, and I didn't give it as many repeats as I did um, Childish, unfortunately, because it didn't grab me in that kind of way. I know he's supposed to be this prophetic kind of cat, but I feel like he's like the smartest dumb nigga, you know, or the dumbest smart guy. I, I really don't fucking know because I just feel like I feel like he does use certain repetitions to make it easier for the listeners if the listener was stupid. But I just feel like he also just repeats himself. So I'm not too sure if that's just so that, you know, you can loop back and forth to another verse that he might have made. But it just, I don't know. It didn't fucking, it didn't get me the way that, um, what's the control system did. I felt like that shit was pretty smart, even though the sapiosexual shit just repeated itself and really didn't give explanation to the, you know, it's to its clear definition. But 
there's this one track called YMF. I think it's the very last track. It's track 16. I don't exactly know what that shit stands for, but in the fucking song, he just pretty much lays it out for a bitch and says, I'm a cheater, I'm a liar, you know. It was very confessional, and it fucking made me feel some kind of way, like... Like, I almost want to bump it, but it's like, I don't want to call myself that. I don't want to call myself a devil in disguise. However, that is what the demon does, though. And I know I've I've had a lot of experience or a lot of fights and battles wrestling with my fucking demons, with my sadness monster, and just the motherfucker that doesn't want to let go of selfish ways. So that song really made me think about that, really made me reflect on that, and... It, it feels it, like he says in the song and as we've heard before and the, as the old saying goes like you know the truth shall set you free and it's a motherfucker but no doubt so it, it almost kind of makes me laugh too because we really don't know where something's going uh, where it's been or you know anything like that um, and it's funny how the desperate what desperation we do when we're trying to figure this shit out and kind of the things that, that we seek in order to figure it um, a lot of always, a lot, there's always been something creepy about fortune telling to me, and I've been very curious about it, especially because an ex lover of mine, she, she told me that she had saw one, you know, um, before we kind of got together, or we're fucking around, but just you know not living together, and she had asked, you know, about our relationship, and that they had told her that I was going to be with the former lover or that I was going to fall in love with someone else, uh, someone from my past, which always made me curious because, you know, I was kind of a dog and I was fucking around with some of my other exes. So I had, when she had told me this, and this is after she had gone, uh, went down and, you know, we we're separating. And I asked her, like, did they, did they say who? Who exactly? And she just got so pissed at me, like, motherfucker, it wasn't for you, it was for me. And my dumb ass listened. And that's so I, I just, I laughed because I know, just like in Zodiac Tales, you know, we want to believe all the good shit. And the bad shit will just regard it as, oh, no, well, that's stupid. So it scares me on what it would fucking tell me because whether or not. Or, well, whatever the, the reasoning or answer would be, like, can you accept what you're about to hear? And if it's something that's not in your favor, I mean, you can't really erase it. You heard it. It is what it what it is. But anyways, but fortune telling's been going on for since, since the beginning. I mean, the Bible, the Christian non-denominational version of it, states that uh, you know it's it's e- evilness, and I feel like. It, that it is in a way but then again so was other spiritual blessings that we get just how some people get the power of discernment some can speak tongues i mean isn't it only natural that some can speak with the other side so it, it made me look up other you know ways that it kind of stuck into play and like i said whether or not you believe in it fortune telling is one of those things that just naturally has a bit of creepy feel to it you know someone is explaining you in order to try to predict your future and picturing you know fortune telling we often imagine like a funky lady you know examining your palms reading some tarot cards saying bum glad for your tarot card reading and as it turns out there's always been real interesting uh, methods you know throughout history and one of them was the chicken divination the ancient romans would use chickens to help predict the outcome of battles priests would scatter bird seeds all over the floor 
and let specifically trained chickens go eat. It was said that if chickens were enthusiastic and ate the seeds uh, with plenty of excitement, it meant that the Romans would enjoy success in their battle. Another one was bone divination. Uh, bones had been used all over the world throughout history in order to make predictions. Like in Africa, the Zulus would examine the patterns of bones that would tell the fortune of the people. And in China, any questions people had were often carved or painted onto animal bones. And the bones were then thrown into fire until they cracked. And the patterns were then interpreted as the answer to the question. And there's actual a divination with bread and I don't know what it is with just the, the spreading of shit but in the world of fortune telling I suppose bread isn't all that weird however back in the day bread was used to help decide whether or not someone was guilty of a crime suspects of a crime will be fed a special bread that was blessed and if they were innocent nothing would happen however if they were guilty they may uh, experience like stomach pains or they'd even choke on the bread. I mean, funny enough, sometimes if you thought the bread tasted bad, you were considered to be guilty. It is commonly believed that judges would poison select pieces of bread in order to ensure that certain people were found guilty. So like you're fucked regardless. Another one is a gastro gastromancy. And fucking believe it or not, but fortune tellers claim to be able to tell your fortune based on the sounds that the stomach would make. Now, it was uh, hunger, oh, I mean, it was either made by indigestion or hunger were actually the sounds of the, of the dead. Um, and that making noises meant that, that they were somewhat possessed. And if I be farting the way that I do, then that kind of scares me. God bless. There's divination by pearls, otherwise known as uh, the Margaret, what? Margaret. Margarita Mancy? I don't know, but this kind of divination took place in ancient times by people who believed that pearls are magical. A common method of uh, the Mary Mancy included the heading of a pearl in a cast iron pot while names of suspects were read out loud. And the name that was called while the pearl began to twitch was like the name of the guilty party. Now, uh, big divination was by human sacrifice and this is kind of point blank being to the dedication during the show otherwise known as anthropomancy and it's the form of divination is certainly uh, the most cruel and ancient cultures were said to have based predictions off of a direction of blood flow as it left the body the volume of sacrifices screams and then even the direction in which victim fell to the floor now, there was other divin divinations by mouse and mice were used as some ancient cultures as a way of predicting impending doom. Fortune tellers would examine their squeaks, movements, patterns, and things that they would gnaw at in order for the prediction of the near future. Uh, there is also divination of, you know, jeweled rings. So divination by jeweled rings typically require like seven rings, so some pimp hands, uh, one for every day of the week. Uh, they would uh, be needed in order to make the, the different materials so it isn't clear exactly how the rings were caused they'd assumed that a ring was suspended over the board of letters and each letter is uh, touched with the message similar like, to the ouija board another one was based on metals uh microbomancy of the first used in ancient romans and greeks and they were meant to like melt tin and lead and then pour the liquid metal into water they would instantly solidify into odd shapes and then that's how they examined for answers but the most real one is the one i was waiting for 
is divination by poo. That's right, poo. Plenty of ancient cultures used to examine poo in order to fucking make the proper or in order to to answer from the beyond. None took this more seriously than the ancient Egyptians. They examined feces as well as stung beetles and marks made by the beetles as well as their uh, movements and mannerisms would often use to help get answers to whatever questions they had. So that whole saying that ain't no bull is shit is correct. See, it, it just it also makes me kind of wonder too, like what is meant to be is meant to be, and there's really no stopping. Even if you try to fucking make a turn, I feel like the universe and the fe- agents that work within it will make a fucking glitch in the system and will make it right. It almost kind of runs into where, like, there's a certain point where, man, I did everything within my power to cheat. The universe would just not allow it. And I think it's because, you know, the Lord is a female. But there, there, I, I came across a couple stories of, like, real creepy, you know, glitches in the Matrix system kind of stories. And in the stage world that we live in, these, these ten stories definitely fucking prove it. So there's a guy in a relationship with a woman named Susan, and she had a dream that he cheated on her. Now, in his dream, he was having sex with his ex when he looked over and saw Susan standing outside the window crying. He forgot about the dream until a few days later when Susan said she had a weird dream. A few days before, she proceeded to describe the exact same dream from her viewpoint um, of a view through the window. So it almost seems like fucked up, like he did his damnedest not to do the damn deed. And for that, uh, I'm pretty sure it bit him in the ass because I get in trouble for dreams that did not happen. So, yeah, another one was an off-duty EMT was making his way home through a storm when he saw Mercedes with its hazard lights on parked, you know, past a barricade. And he stopped his car, walked over to it, shining a light in the back seat. He saw a man slumped over like he was sleeping. He thought it might have been a bunch of drunk people sleeping off until he saw the man in the driver's seat. He was sitting upright, staring straight ahead, not moving, blinking or responding to taps in the window. The other passenger was slumped forward on the dashboard. Fully creeped out, he walked away to call the sheriff's department. They asked him for a license plate number, but a large truck was coming down the road, so he had to wait for it to pass before he could get back over to his car, or back over to the car. And when he did, the car was gone. Uh, There were trees in one direction and barricades in the other, so the man could not figure out how the car and its strange passengers could have just disappeared. Another one was a, a guy waiting for the train with the woman. Uh, well, when a woman uh, with glazed eyes asked him for money, saying her brother was in the hospital and that she wanted to buy him flowers. He figured she was probably lying, but he gave her five bucks anyway. And when he gets on the train, oh, so I guess he gets on the train. And uh, when it pulls up, uh, as it's leaving, he sees the woman through the window asking uh, with Uh, asking other people for money for those roses 15 minutes later he gets off the train and walked to his bus stop and his bus arrived on time and he got on the road for about 10 minutes and then the bus made a stop and who do you think walked on 
the woman from before, except this time she had a dozen roses with her. He looked, she looked right at him as she passed by the, uh, I guess, by to find a seat, and he was in complete shock how she had had time to get flowers and arrived uh, when he, you know, caught the train before her and, and saw her as he pulled away. So he had caught the only bus going in that particular particular direction. That shit, it just, you can't fucking explain, like, you know, just literally just hopping off, getting back on, and, and there she was. I mean, unless she just saw the flowers picked there on the side of the road, and she got to pocket the money. I mean, whatever the fucking reason, like, that, you know, that has, that's, that's fucking trippy, I definitely think. Now, a boy and his mom were taking pictures of old cars to sell in a woodsy area um, in their, by their backyard when suddenly they heard a rustling in the bushes. So his mom told him to run. So he did. And as he was running, he heard a clanking sound as if someone or something had jumped on the cars. Now, when he got to his house, panicking and flourished only to find his mom reading the paper at the table. And he asked his mother about it as an adult, and she says that she remembers having cars in the backyard that she sold, but she doesn't remember the incident happening at all. Another one, a guy was riding in his car uh, with some friends on the way home from a road trip. He told his parents about 25 minutes away uh, when they called, and shortly after they went around the bend and saw a full moon and its reflection in the lake below. The road was completely empty with no cars, and suddenly everything went pitch black for a moment. Not even the music was playing. Then the CD was back, playing from the beginning, and, and there now was a car pulled over by a cop just up the road, and it hadn't been there like a split second earlier. He figured he had fallen asleep for a brief period of time until the driver of the car you know, said that he thought he had just fallen asleep too. And they tried to figure out what happened, and the, the creepiest thing was that the clock read an hour later than they had just moments before. They had convinced themselves that the car's electric system must have somehow reset the clock. But then they got to his house 25 minutes later, where he was an hour late, and they still had no idea what had happened. So it, it's, and I don't know, I forget the name of the movie, if it's not my, it's, not, it's, it's kind of like Minority Report, but it has Matt Damon in it. And I think it was called The Bureau, where it pretty much had like these agents and they would kind of step in and, you know, try to stop these people from meeting because, you know, Lord knows that when there's a connection, that connection is, is not going to be ignored unless there's a stronger, more easier, more convenient kind of connection to, to, to allure. And I feel like that's how simple some, some, some things are able to be maneuvered. Like you really had to be feeding for something and stay on it in order to be able to get it. And I feel like that's where perseverance really comes in or just the power of fates. But there's another story where a man uh, would pass through a shopping mall every morning on his way to work. And every morning there would be an elderly man sitting on a bench. He seemed pretty normal, but he always appeared to be waiting for someone. And he saw this man every day for four years. But that person never came. And then he got a new job in a totally new part of town. And a few days into working, he walked up the subway to find the same guy sitting on the bench. Another story where someone recalls a toy their dad had 
a little monkey that that he used jokingly says was his favorite child and it was an ongoing family joke and the kids would all play along trying to steal the monkey and one day they drew all over it with a sharpie and threw it in the trash their dad uh, looked for it but you know gave up when he realized they had thrown it out and a few years later this person was walking through Toronto when they saw an orange object on the side of the road it was the same toy monkey complete with the same sharpie lines how did the toy get all the way from Toronto from their local dump to you know to nowhere near the city so that's kind of weird there's another story of a man who walked in the kitchen of his job one morning and no one was there. Usually they'd have a buffet of eggs and bacon for breakfast. So it wasn't strange that there was a carton completely filled with a dozen freshly boiled eggs on the table. So he grabbed one, walked over to the trash can to peel it, walked back and then he froze. There were 12 eggs on the tray again. No one entered the room when he touched the mystery egg it was the same temperature as the rest so that's fucking weird now another story where a man and his wife were coming home from dinner one night when the husband opened the door he saw his wife sitting at the computer working yeah i read that right a man and his wife had gone to dinner they came home at the same time and were walking into the house at the same time when he saw her sitting at the computer while they were getting ready for bed he told her what had happened and she got very serious she had seen it too i don't get that i really don't now there's no worse someone had recalled a time when they were 15 and had a dream that was just blackness and talking it was a dream uh, she could hear from her mom saying things like you're doing great it's gone it didn't mean anything to her until a few months later when she had to go to the hospital because her earrings were embedded inside her earlobes and she had to get them removed and they applied some kind of free spray and it accidentally got into here making you know contact with the eardrum and it knocked her out but she could still hear and her mom was saying the exact same things that she had heard in that dream so there's just certain fucking shits to where it's like in like deja vu for example they say that when that happens it's like a hint from the universe kind of telling you that you're on the right path and as much as you wouldn't want to have to repeat yourself sometimes i think we miss things kind of like a fucking train like it'll go around again if we're lucky we'll still be alive to catch it when it comes around but that's what happens i feel like when you have those deja vu moments you there's you know little synchronicities little shits and little details that you know tell you that hopefully you're on the right path or that you know this day was coming and it's hard to label those things hard to remember them sometimes because like i said we get caught up with so much bullshit like i, I know i feed myself not only trash and food hopefully trying to get healthier but also just bits of information that really would i don't know how it's gonna save somebody or help one day you know what i'm saying i'm a goddamn game show host you know what i'm saying who, who who knows those things come from that's why i think everything that we put into us and it needs to be at its purest it needs to be someone that knows i'm gonna hit you with some what Ooh, the baby what, the fuck? what? what is this oh, that's fucked up ain't it though news yo so back in 014 there was a kansas city man who was caught 
in the middle of a child support case where he wanted to help a lesbian couple. And I know I've been in this situation. Uh, so he made a donation of sperm nearly five years ago. Now, instead, he may end up paying for his action. Now, a judge ruled that William uh, Maroda must pay child support, even though he says he signed documents waiving his parental rights. Now, a Shawnee City District Court Judge Mary Mativi said on Wednesday that Maroda failed to conform to Kansas law, which says a licensed physician must be involved in an artificial insemination process. So, documents show the lesbian couple whom Maroda helped conceive a child say they performed the artificial insemination procedure at home. That sounds like to say that he fucked one of them bitches, got them pregnant, and it was the end of the day with that. Now, he was saying that he was just, you know, the story begins apparently back in 09. There was a Craigslist post where he noticed them advertising the, the Topeka couple seeking, you know, donated sperm. Intrigued by the ad, of course, he delivered these uh, cupfuls of sperm uh, for free to the women. Gratis, as, the, as they say. And one of the women gave birth to a daughter in December 2009. Now, he, he donated the shit. It was all well and dandy. Apparently, he gave cuffs. He, I don't know how that would have worked or what the interview process is to be able to pick someone. He, he's not the prettiest looking guy, so I wonder if he had really cute baby pictures or something. Uh, but no doctors were involved. And apparently that's the one statute here is that by law it had to have been done through a physician. You had to pay thousands of dollars and that's what would have made him, you know, wave off his rights. Because apparently they said there's a law that goes according to it. Now, later on down the line, the two lesbians divorce. The one, I'm guessing it was the dyke, that bitch split. Just like an, a regular fucking man would, I suppose. Trying to keep to those attributes. Anyway, she fucking dips. The other bitch who got who got stuck with the kid wants to have a fucking uh, what is it called? Holy shit! How am I drawing a blank at this very fucking moment? This bitch wanted some child support, but just recently, a few days ago, after years of fucking going back and forth, they finally uh, the rule that he doesn't have to pay. And like in one aspect, I'm thinking, well, you know, if you fucked someone and you know y'all came to the conclusion the decision to have a child and you're responsible but when you're just donating shit like ain't that fucked for her to come after your ass only after the fucking dyke the split fuck? like what is the that's fucked up ain't it though so speaking i guess the magic and wonders of a cock and balls uh mohammed abads uh, is the guy who i mentioned earlier who uh, had the bionic penis and he finally, and I wanted to bring kind of get more in depth in this story because it just me out. And it, it happened early this year. He was a part of the first, you know, uh, I guess, bionic or penile transmission, whatever the fuck you want to call it, procedure. And he finally got it loose to Virginia after 45, 43 years. He actually did it with some kind of prostitute or as they call it, a sex worker from London uh, she was someone famous and I'll get down to her name but he had uh, I guess she charged like uh, 100 and some euros an hour and but pretty much because she found out this was the guy waived it for free and apparently since that time since that article uh, he's just been getting hit up constantly apparently he's had up to 50 sexual offers from intrigued women you know wanting to see what that dick do and I just started laughing that after you know 
spending like 70,000 euros and going through 121 operations in the span of four years. Now, after having a dick and fucking losing his virginity, which unfortunately does not, they weren't able, with all the technology, they still weren't able to get them to, I guess, to create sperm. Uh, but he just, he's too tired to use his dick. You know, actually works his 14 hours and da 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 But he's still apparently looking for a wife. So, all you hoes that want to, you know what I'm saying, jump that go go gadget dick, you know, just, just, just be ready. And yet, though, ain't, ain't, ain't time the for that. What, what is the fuck? What is this? fucked up. Ain't it, though? But there's another story. Speaking of balls. It originally used to just smooth out frown lines and crow's feet. It was never going to be a lung before Botox is taken into other parts of the body. Well, uh, whilst usually associated with the frozen faces of women, it's now men's getting in on the Botox action. And it's not just for their faces. Now, men are now having Botox, the neutral toxin drug that temporarily paralyzes muscles injected into the scrota. That's right, boy, the balls. I didn't think it was going to be like this, but the man's story about getting testicles stuck in an Ikea chair. Oh, wait, no, I said something else. Although it sounds bizarre, doctors predict that treatment in these so-called scrotox is going to become a more popular in 2017. And I'm pretty sure that's from the help of uh, fucking our president-elect. New York-based plastic surgeon Dr. John Mace has performed scrotox on 15 men in the past year alone. Although he calls the procedures ball ironing, uh, the effect of scrotox is much the same as regular Botox, or ironing for that matter. The removal of wrinkles, and the effect lasts for about four months. So, over time, testicles develop wrinkles due to the changing temperatures when it's warmer and the you know, scrotum relaxes and in the colder conditions they contract. But as well as soothing the skin, Dr. Mesa explained that the scrotox allows her testicles to hang down further and appear bigger, which is another uh, attraction for many men. Now, one, that's one thing that I don't fucking get. Like, I'm not too sure... Like to have that shit, like I, it never seemed to me like, oh, you have bigger balls, you're better. If anything, that I mean, like you have more sperm build up, and you know you're not getting your proper ejaculation. Like I would have never thought as a that as a fucking as a feature. I mean, and I never really asked to, never really asked for a girl, you know, saying stare at my balls or to judge them, you know, while she's down there. So I don't know what the appeal is, and it kind of makes me think of this line that. um Dave Chappelle said, and I forget if it was live in Fillmore or if it was the, the first joint after having the Dave Chappelle uh, series blow off. No, no, it wasn't Kill Him Softly. had to have been live at the Fillmore because that's I remember where Richard Pryor is at. Anyways, he says this line where he goes, your balls are as smooth as eggs. And now that's going to actually become a thing. The what the fuck? What, what is the this? Oh, that's fucked up. Ain't it, though? All right, so I wanted to whip it out really quickly just to shit on my fellow man one last time before moving on to the ladies. Uh, two gentlemen in Northampton walk into some convenience store with the rooster and uh, steal cases of Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. And there was nothing really to pinpoint on these gentlemen because I guess they look like two regular douchey fucking hipsters, but they happen to have a rooster with them. There was no telling whether the rooster snitched on anybody, but definitely no accomplice. And then in Noble, uh, Noma, uh, Noma, um, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, there was three uh, 
14, 15-year-old kids here, freshmen in a home ec class that fed their teacher semen. And I guess in the home ec class, they had to make some kind of like April strudel, strudel or whatever the fuck you call it. And they all jerked off before lunch and, you know what I'm saying, gave the teacher a little ass. And then the only reason they, they got caught up, because apparently the teacher fucking damn near licked her fingers off this shit, was because they were talking about it, laughing about it, and another student snitched on them. Now, this kind of takes me back to a situation in time where I was working in a call center and a dude who worked part-time with me and in part-time at some fucking stoner subway kind of thing. I forget what it's called, Toasted Subs or some, some kind of stoner shit. I forget what it's called, Blaze something. Anyways, guy takes lunch from work, brings it. We, we were working the overnight shift. And dude, straight, someone straight up just eats his sandwich and puts it back in the fridge, leaving him the wrapper and nothing else inside. Now, I'm not too sure if this happened two more times or not. But the fucking idiot homie of ours uh, would leave his lunch in the fridge because you figure it's going to be safe. And it keeps happening to him. I mean, there's no scratch off his back because, you know, he gets them for free because he worked at the sandwich place, you know, outside of work. But the principle of that being your lunch and feeling disrespected, we actually also had a similar situation where, you know, a couple of us pitched in together. Gave in our sperm I think the dude Was so fucking So pumped up for it He actually did it twice And he Layered his sandwich Full of Four to five Different types of sperm And sure as shit The a comp, the motherfucker did it again And this time instead of putting the food back in the fridge Must have figured out what he was eating Or what she was eating Because it was then thrown in the garbage And we saw That that person had gotten A good Four or five bites into it Before <laughs> <laughs> trashing it Is that fucked up I don't know Was that justice I don't know But was it well served And cold B- Nature Yes Yes it fucking was Another shit And I guess I mean you know, if the punishment Fits a crime But San Diego uh, Some kind of Prison county Fuckers uh, Had uh, Snuck in phones And apparently Damn near every Every other motherfucker Had a snuck in phone In that bitch And they tried doing The mannequin challenge it did not take long to figure out what the fuck they were doing. And once the shit landed on the fucking YouTube, yeah, I'm pretty fucking sure motherfuckers got some trouble. What the fuck? What, what is this? Oh, that's fucked up. Ain't it, though? To my ladies, oh, I can't hear y'all. Hmm. A woman is in a booking facility in Oklahoma County, and uh, she was charged with arson after she had lit a roll of toilet paper on fire with a lighter. She had hid it in a fold of her body fat. Now, they arrested the 37-year-old woman, Amber Koisler, back on December 5th after her girlfriend said that Koisler had struck her at home uh, near the beach. And it's a damn shame that this fucking dyke got her, got her fucking locked up. But apparently, uh, when they tried to handcuff her, well, first they, 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 in, they went into her house real savage, like... It says that um, that they busted into her door, or I guess apparently she was she was being hella combated, punching and kicking the door inside the patrol car. And when she got out in handcuffs, uh, the deputies opened the door like to restrain her. They grabbed her cuffs as she was to use them as a weapon, and then a taser was deployed. However, it was not effective since one probe did not make contact. So deputies actually uh, repealed the handcuffs, and pretty much this bitch was just. Being a hassle along the whole way So she was like ready for war 
Anyways, a short time later, the deputy smelled smoke and thought it could be like a result of electrical fire. And I'm not too sure if they were going to not do shit thinking, oh, okay, well, these bitches can burn for a little bit. But they took the time and anyways, they started evacuating uh, prisoners and discovered that she had a set of uh, a roll of toilet paper on the inside of their cell. And apparently they have video surveillance that revealed that she had concealed a lighter in the roll of her body. And it actually had a body fat in her ass and her buttocks. And when she reused it, she, or when she retrieved it, she busted out the light and pretty much started the fire. I mean, no one was injured, but she got caught up. The what the fuck? What, what is the, this? Oh, that's fucked up. Ain't it, though? See, now I can kind of get it when you, know, you kind of give your last hurrah, your last little fuck. You kind of like to tip your hat and to wave the finger and scout and salutes and honor. When nobody gets hurt, you know what I'm saying? There's it, it ain't a matter of vengeance where you give up where you where you give your fuck you. Your fuck you can be in the most eloquent of places and, and speak poetry to others. But this bitch, Miss Stephanie Renee Lawson from Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, this bitch had uh, pretty much was posing as her ex boyfriend on Facebook and sending herself threatening messages. And from this fake account, she would allegedly send eight messages where she had threatened to beat and, and murder herself. Now, after reporting the, the fake messages to the police in Orange County, uh, whatever the fuck detectives had pretty much were able to, because they, they, they got on his ass and tried in trying to figure out what that was gone. But apparently she had used screenshots of the messages. She sent herself in court while testifying to the witness to stand and investigators felt the need to look further into the case just because, I mean, thank goodness. Anyways, that, um, and it shows on here just to her kind of going back and forth, but uh, the one good thing that they came from that deciding factor is that they acquired the warrants to search their team mailable and to, through Facebook, and they're able to actually uh, go through it. So luckily, the changes against her ex fucking were dropped. But the fact that this bitch would fucking have the time, have the audacity, and I, and I hate when people just do that in general. I've seen it. Some of my closest homegirls would fucking, it would show me just how they would fuck with their dude, and it's... And it's and it should be no question as to why I really don't mess with that shit, and why truly, truly it's it's been as a trap house and and also and as a well everything that a trap house entails from its fucking fiends to its pimps to its fucking its abuses it's just it's meant to get you cut the fuck up. Fuck this bitch for doing that shit. I'm glad. The that, what the fuck? What, what is this? Fucked up. Ain't it though? All right, so I want to be able to mention just to wrap it up here with the ladies that there is a brand new product out there, all the rage. Everyone's buying it up this Christmas. And it's from Nordstrom. You know, you usually see very beautiful clothes, exp jewelry, and, and handbags. And they're trying to sell a rock for $85 that comes in uh, a handmade leather pouch. I don't know, and this is the description, by the way. I don't know if it's a paperweight, a conversation piece, a work of art. It's up to you. And according to this description, once again, it's from the actual retail website, has attached this amazing new product available for the very low, low price of $85. Now, as reviews were quick to point out, though, not only is the price outrageous, but the price, or the, I'm sorry, the product itself is inconceivable, but the description isn't even accurate. And again, it says medium leather wrapped stone so exactly as it is is what it seems like to me a medium leather wrapped stone it's a fucking rock man anyways one of the as one of the uh, reviews goes and they, they gave this a one out of five stars i ordered the leather wrapped stone as a gift for my beloved girlfriend 
but when it arrived in the mail, I quickly noticed it was not as described. It clearly states that the stone was handmade, but upon inspection, one could easily discern many markings from factory machinery. It had I had it returned so they could ship me an authentic handmade stone. The leather was all right, so I kept it, and I found an organic GMO free substitute in my garden to replace it while I wait for the new one to be shipped in the mail. Another one gave it five stars, and that is at its heading, and it said, This is the perfect holster for your slapping stone. Even comes with the backup. It's a little pricey, but the sales lady told me the rock was made by hand. That's got to be difficult. Another comment labeled, Great craftsmanship, but no instructions. As have to, in this, uh, how the article or the review reads, has to say, This is truly a beautiful product. But I had to send it back because there aren't any doggone instructions. I haven't made, uh, I even know how to turn the flipping thing off. Like I said, I don't even know how to turn the flipping thing off. I know you millennials know how to do all the new techno stuff. But help some of us old guys out, would you? Another one said, chose this over food. As a single mother, it's often difficult to put food on the table for my five children. However, when I saw this piece of rock, I couldn't help it but to purchase this item. Yes, one of my family members will not eat this month. However, I have a piece of rock. The leather pouch wrapping the rock just is an added bonus. I can't believe this rock is made by hand, too. I always told rocks were made through thousands of years of erosion. Guess I was wrong. This goes to show how flawed our education system is. All of my children are homeschooled for this very reason. I would definitely recommend this piece of rock to all my friends and family. And one of the, the funnier shits, because I just to kind of check on it, I, I wanted to see if there's any new reviews. And this one I think was probably the best one. Uh, and the, is titled Perfect, Just Perfect. I was so psyched when I saw this online because I immediately knew this is going to be the star Christmas gift for my six and nine-year-olds. What is not to like? It's organic, beautifully crafted, and it encourages open play. I was only worried that they might fight over it, so I ended up getting two, and they complimented each other wonderfully. Can't wait to see my angels' faces when they open up a box a Christmas morning. This will definitely be a big hit in our family. So one of the one of the funny things that, that I laughed about this is that. The, you know, $85 is pretty steep for a fucking rock and a handmade leather pouch. So they actually had like a smaller version of it for only $65. So that was kind of, that was, that was thoughtful of them. Anyway, so this um, next person price, and this is what I was thinking too. Dang, you picked your snotty sister-in-law for Christmas, uh, whatever those little things that you do, uh, Secret Santas or purple elephants or some shit and he goes this is the perfect gift for someone who deserves a lump of coal obviously this would be rude but luckily Nordstrom has the item coal in disguise you would you would rather buy coal but this is the gift that says I don't really like you so when I say wrote did you know when a male penguin falls in love with a female penguin he searches the entire beach to find the perfect pebble to present to her and when he finally finds it he waddles over places the pebble right in front of her kind of like a proposal hipster rich white bitches that the, that demographic the shit that they try to sell you the fuck what is the oh, that's fucked up ain't it though news right, so in the realm of giving because that's definitely the season that we should be in it shouldn't be of selfishness and all the rituals that they did back in the early days of the 
what was it, Clanticlass or whatever, when the orgies popped off and the Greeks all they did was fucking and feast for a whole month. And as low as awesome as that would be for those that are in actual relationships, you know, give the gift that keeps on giving. And you know what I'm saying? And if, if she's begging for a vibrator because she's faithful to your ugly ass and, you know, and you're too damn lazy to give her any fucking dick, then go on and get her that present. But definitely know that fucking orgasms are great and there's there's definitely no denying it however there's really or uh, only great when we are ready for them and and you know trying to achieve them and for some people though they just sort of happen out of nowhere and i'm having a hard time pun intended deciding whether or not it's a blessing or it's a curse and i found out a few of these uh random fucking ways that this happens so you could probably save yourself 1499 plus shipping and tax if you're able to just fucking figure out the sweet spot now some actually have it for fucking brushing teeth now for a very select group of people orgasms can be achieved through the brushing of their teeth and i guess in a weird way it makes a bit of sense because it, it's constant rubbing of an area that could be particularly sensitive for certain people and i can see it um, happen like several years ago one woman reported that she would experience mind-blowing orgasms while brushing her teeth so mind-blowing in fact that she claimed to be uh, to left the state of temporary impaired consciousness i mean come on now after every after every meal of the day breakfast lunch and dinner and possibly a few snacks jesus some motherfuckers actually achieve it from yawning. Now, when on certain medications, people can actually experience odd side effects of mind-blowing orgasms when they yawn. Imagine seeing someone across the room let out a yawning. You start see, start. <laughs> <laughs> they just fucking start twitching. And actually, one of the first times that um, I ever seen a seizure, it really freaked me out. This bitch was some kind of pandemic some bullshit disease and uh she was giving me head so I, I started taking pictures had the fucking flash on the flash fucking freaked her out she damn near uh went down to to bikes i remember that's what happens when the fucking they fucking bite and she just gagged for a little while and by the strike of jesus fucking palm just bashed her away and, and let her fucking go under spasms so fuck, I could just imagine the yawning just out of nowhere. One, another one, next one, because I gotta get it, keep it moving. Uh, yoga, and apparently yoga has the ability to give people some great orgasms. Bending and stretching the body just right for a certain amount of time can rub people the right way. In fact, there are yogis who encourage orgasmic yoga as a healthy form of stress relief. Now I could I could see I could see that yogis being that way because if they're fucking they all about it they live it they breathe it and once again do that for breakfast lunch and dinner, imagine it to keep you in good high spirits. Some people can actually even attain orgasm by giving birth. This is according to doctors, approximately 0.3 percent of births result in the woman having an orgasm. So maybe all those screams aren't even a result of pain, but that's 0. fucking three percent. So. I don't know how, out of how many millions it has to be, I guess, depending on the fucking birth rate of the year. Uh, another through a brain chip. It goes, scientists have been working on developing a chip that can help you achieve orgasms. The chip is supposed to have the ability to not only stimulate your nerve endings, but to also record and replay sexual experiences in your head. And that's just fucking fancy. If I imagine shit ever being to, I don't know if it was Total Recall or Judge Dredd, it was some fucking movie with the Sandra Bullock and Stallone matter of fact they're together in, in it and they put like some kind of mind device on and that's 
I really feel like that's eventually where shit will go to, especially if, if virtual reality becomes the way that it is, then I'm pretty sure that's going to be like the way of safe sex and pregnancy is going to fucking come down like nobody's business. Uh, apparently, you can think yourself into orgasm. And as it turns out, people not only have the ability to think yourself off, but it's something that can be taught. And a lady by the name of Barbara Carreas, Carreas claims to be able to teach people how to do this and even encourages as an alternative to sexual intercourse. I mean, if you could fucking find a little switch, kind of like going through a fucking maze, that would almost save you so much on cleanup for damn sure. And possible pregnancies. Another thing is a fucking haircut. It goes autonomous uh, sensory uh, meridian uh, response is a, is a condition in which people experience orgasms in their heads when they are brought on by odd things like getting a haircut. There are indeed people out there who get off on the sensation of someone playing with their hair, curling it, combing it, the whole nine. And see, and I could I could almost see that shit, but that. Like the buzzing sound. I would imagine that that shit would either scare you the fuck out. So maybe that kind of correlates to why motherfuckers like scary movies. Now, another one here is a foot stimulation. I never fucking got that. Ever. I never I never saw the need for a good foot fucking. But it goes at these people that can't stand their feet being touched. There are people who love a good foot, bro. And there are people who bust nuts at the slightest touch of the foot. And one woman in the Netherlands suffered nerve damage that left her spine without the ability to know the difference between her foot and her vagina. And because of this, uh, she now has the ability to get up just by walking around barefoot one could only imagine what a foot massage would do to her can you fucking imagine that shit like i don't know if all I, if all i had to do was to walk to the fucking mailbox and back and forth i'd probably check the fucking mail more often another thing is exercise scientists have recently discovered that nearly 40 percent of women have the ability to exercise an orgasm through exercise alone if we bumped that number up a bit more and have men and gave men that same gift, I would be a lot more fit. That's for motherfucking sure. There's a persistent genital arousal disorder, otherwise known as PGAD. And this is one of those good news, bad news type of things because sufferers of this disorder often experience spontaneous, persistent, and uncontrollable arousal of the genitals. Sometimes that involves an orgasm, sometimes it doesn't. Either way, you can't pick up or choose when it happens. It's just, or how intense it the is. What the fuck? What, what is the this? That's fucked up. Ain't it the news? All right, so another thing that I realized that just it's beyond belief in the fact that we're there technology wise. Actually, it's not really fucking hard to believe because I, I figured that by this time we would have already had barcode in the back of our fucking necks. But we're damn, we're getting there because now Amazon has a store called Amazon Go. And for those that haven't heard about it, it's, it's right now it's kind of in beta testing up in Seattle. But they have it to where it's a store. You can literally walk in, grab what you want, and you can walk out. Now, as you're walking in, your ID is already being identified. You're, they already know who you are. They have your account up. They have your little digital wallet. So I'm not too sure how security works if you're grabbing something that you're not able to buy or if they're able to charge you or if you're pay for it later or if it just comes automatically out of your billing or if, you know, I mean, you would have to have an active card on file. I mean, I'm pretty sure these are all the things that you'd have to have, but literally... As you're walking through there, there's scanners, there's cameras, there's shit galore, knowing what you pick up and what you're taking with you. And even as you're, you know, you know, having second thoughts, as long as you put it back where it goes, it's as if, you know, no harm, no foul. 
So even for those that are hesitant, you know, you know, they'll be able to forgive you. It's so funny because I'm wondering if this would stop people from having such shitty habits of just leaving, you know, shit that they don't want in a random fucking place so that, you know, a worker can, you know, be stuck doing go-backs. I doubt that that's going to be an issue since you'll probably be charged if you don't fucking take it with you or put it right where it belongs. So it's interesting that, that you know, that we're at the point. I wonder if it'll be successful or not. I mean, starting kind of a hipstery place, so you'd imagine people are going to be honest and good about all that kind of stuff. I don't know what's to stop someone that doesn't have an account that's just straight up going in there and trying to jack the place. But then again, I'd figure with them having, I don't know how many cameras in the vicinity, literally having every inch covered, that anyone try to fuck with that shit. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of um, methods like that that they tried doing, especially with the, uh, I think, I think Samsung tried doing some shit like that. I remember there being a Burr's Hammond uh, ad that I was seeing everywhere, them trying to do that. But I mean, with Google Pay or with Apple Pay and all, Visa Pay and all these kind of things that they're trying to push over the holiday season with methods of how they pay, I mean, I feel like they're becoming the new banks now, you know, with their percentages and the credits and the you know whatever interest fees that they're gonna apply onto things like i think there's so many people like that that it's gonna make the digital wallet um a very uh, it can be it can be very dangerous as to you know how easily shit like that can be hacked i mean with the bullshit they're saying about fucking russia hacking into the you know maybe possibly playing a role in the elections like you know having things be so sensitive and so vulnerable you know can really make it be a term for worse it can make it super convenient but it could just make it really fucking shitty if you know something bad were to were to pop off through it actually kind of made a list of just most notable like you know web moments as far as you know where the technology has kind of has kind of taken us you know over the past year um, Snapchat, for example, had the, the Snapchat spectacles. They dropped down, um, like, I don't know if they were in drones or if they just delivered them in random areas, but you'd have to, you know, check your local city and location for it. And they were, like, pretty much like these little dispense machines like you see in Japan with, you know, these expensive-ass goodies. And that was the only way you were able to cop one of these things. And those Snapchat spectacles literally looked like fucking little owl shits or whatever little ghost shit that it's supposed to replicate and the glasses that can give you up to 30 seconds worth of footage you can spread it along and you know three 10 second increments but they would sell out everywhere they'd go and people would go fucking nuts for that shit so that was a big deal uh verizon and google um, i'm not too sure if they merged it or third talks about it i mean they're pretty much yahoo selling itself 30 percent less than what it's than what it was worth you know uh, probably about a year ago but it's like 4.83 billion. So with Yahoo owning shit like um, Tumblr, I'm really curious as to how Verizon can implement that anyway. If there'd be any changes with that, because that's that's a you know pretty big thing as far as the blogging sphere. Uh, the Nintendo Switch, which I'm totally excited about. They're gonna talk more about it in January. So in the new year, we'll you know know more about that. But pretty much doing what they do most, which is portable gaming. I mean this. The 3DS and the DS were one of the most highest selling video consoles ever. And I'll be honest with you, with every system that I've ever had, honestly, my favorite library has been on that 3DS because all the classics, all the re revamps and remasters and shit like that, like, they're just some beautiful. And I know they did a, a, a recent push on the Jimmy Fallon show, just kind of doing this media drops everywhere, especially since Mario Run came out and 
I wasn't totally blown away by it, being a, a fan for so long, but having something on your phone that you could, you know, you know, easily burn three minutes on while you're waiting, whether you are living dangerously at a fucking red light or, you know, you're actually waiting for something, like, it's definitely a great way to be able to enjoy yourself. So the fact that they have a, a one-time $10 price tag on it, you know, really, really makes it worth it and really makes it a video game investment, so... I don't know, Nintendo's coming back in a big way. Hopefully, hopefully it sells. I remember about the past year, too, not too long ago, the big fucking creepy uh, clown epidemic. People fucking doing creepy videos. Motherfuckers getting killed and shot over bullshit like that. I mean, I think the only thing comparable to that thing was with the fucking Pizzagate and people being so caught up on fake news that, you know, they went in there, you know, shooting people at, at the fucking pizzeria, which brings me to my next bullet point fucking pizzagate or just the fake news in general like one of the things that and who knows if if how much of a hand it played while you know gathering up voters but we always were worried about having a fact checker during the debates you know really believing what someone can say i mean even when someone leaks something like who's to fucking tell how, how much of it is actually true and then you know, the only way we could really realize is how many deaths came after it because motherfuckers were getting marked after those leaks, especially after Hillary Clinton leaks. Motherfuckers were getting marked. But, um, yeah, fucking went with all the fake news just really giving us such a good fucking headline that we're going to click it, we're going to believe it, and it's way beyond the realm of satire, you know, and, and, and things of that nature. Like, it's way beyond what you would have on your, on your daily news. You know, like with, with, with uh, oh, fuck, was it John Stewart and then Colbert and then, you know, now this this Noah guy, you know, it's 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 just it's beyond comedy and that's one of the things that just makes shit all the more alluring. Where really, now you can't believe everything you fucking read for damn sure. And and who knows how they can how they can still arise because you can have three like normally back in the day when we did fucking book reports, you had to have what three resources, something like that, three credible resources. Now it's like you know you get a hot tip or you see something on Twitter, you're gonna either run with it. I mean, or what if the, the three publications that are posting shit don't know shit about it either but then once again they saw the same tweet or the same heads up and it just and it's like the blind fucking leading the blind with just you know kind of some bullshit which in which case is what kind of makes the new uh, facebook live feature semi-cool i guess in, in, as far as how many deaths and fucking police brutality bullshit that it's caught i mean i used to think i used to hate the fact that people will be on a shit all day or be on it randomly or fucking doing a goddamn periscope session where they just recording themselves just bs and and to see how many people they people that can get to chime in or to watch them live and like who the fuck do you think you are to have that kind of you know, publication? But I mean that's that's the beauty of the social media outlet, and I definitely feel like Facebook's gonna, gonna just kill uh, Periscope with that function. Uh, same way that, that fucking Vine pretty much you know was killed you know due to Twitter's uh, unnecessary need to keep them alive. I mean there was talks about you know them getting bought out by Pornhub and I mean who knows that still remains to be seen. I know that they're not able to create any more new content, which made me just delete the app off the phone. I finally just said fuck it. I don't need to have any wasted space or even to. I mean if I wanted to look up all the accounts, I, I guess I can always pull it up using my you know my my username hashtag S O U L P A P O. Now one of the other things that that really fucking took me by storm is just how. Onslaught, on point, and unforgiving was fucking Trump on Twitter. 
like if anything the world should have never been given but also very thankful that we were given it was twitter like i said i was i'm still gassed up over one fucking retweet i had by fucking romantic which by the way shouts out to his own man you know passing away this past week too alan thick from i can't can think of growing pains um you know he had passed away i think at 69 so still, you know, definitely pretty young. But anyways, the, the fact that you're able to be given this voice, you're able to reach out to, you know, celebrities or those of higher power and stature, the fact that our president-elect is out there fucking fat-shaming, talking shit, and just, you know what I'm saying, making up things as it goes, kind of a scary thing, kind of a thing to where it's, I want, it makes me really wonder how the future's going to be and how much, how many non-fucks we're going to give in the, whole, in the whole display. But, I mean, really, you can be who you want to be no matter what that is no matter how misogynistic or you know you could be just pure and you know get off on your i mean speciality your individuality same thing for like this lady named like lily singh she was uh, some indian youtube star who literally made 7.5 mil in just this year alone from you know being herself i didn't personally think she was funny but i mean she's mimicking you know like just family traditions and things like that that apparently is still funny enough for other people to look at whether they're laughing at her or with her or whatever the reason i mean shit you make 7.5 mil i mean i, I imagine you know a, a little bit of, a little bit of shame throwing myself I ain't, ain't gonna do too much because you know the paycheck's gonna be worth a whole lot more but that's the fucking power of the internet really hoping you know what i'm saying shit can pop off but by all means just as far as being able to to get a voice give a voice and you know do the damn thing but if there's one fucking web thing that i did not like and i will warn all of you guys who had it uh, there was now spam that goes directly to your eye calendars whether that be on your apple devices or any other fucking device your phone or through other emails they figured out I don't know how, but some way, some kind of spam robot can find your email. They'll see it. They'll send you something. They'll put it in your calendar. And if you click on it, you're fucked. And they have uh, ver verified that your email is an active email and that it's okay to hound you because eventually you might bite. So you definitely, and there's instructions on how to be able to delete this shit, but do not click on it. I have yet to touch mine, but I mean, it's ugly to see some there like, you know, as a notification. So definitely make sure you proceed with caution you look up the, the methods and how to do so and how to delete it without actually touching it or you know activating anything so be careful on that that's one of the you know first world problems as far as inconveniences go but definitely watch out for that and it just it wouldn't be a year in review if we didn't kind of look back all the fucked up shit that that happened from some of the i mean and actually, I can't think of much high points. I mean, personally, got a home, have a new baby on the way. Very thankful for that. Very scared for the future. But, you know, as far as, like, some of the fuck shit that, that happened, I mean, we had, and this, this is Zika, which is one of the things that scared me about childbirth, only because I know it was just in Brazil, but it was just a matter of time for it to, you know, cross over here. And if, you know, if we got motherfuckers like Justin Bieber, you know, sleeping with top-end prostitutes out there, I'm pretty fucking sure he's going to bring that back to your local tween. And Lord knows how many dicks that bitch done sucks. So just one of those fucked things that just, uh, what can you do? Same thing like with ISIS. I mean, they're gaining more and more popularity, especially just with the term events and, you know, being disenfranchised and all that other good shit. So now with a new turn of uh, power in the White House, I mean, I can just imagine how more people are going to be offended. And it seems like almost we're going to be embracing like a bullying culture 
So I could just imagine that shit popping off even more. Lord forbid, but, you know, fucking A. Um, another thing, especially causes of that, is the, the European migrant crisis. I mean, from all the motherfuckers in Syria spreading out, and even that causing a little bit of shell shock in other countries as well, because you're wondering what kind of ties do these people have. I mean, a lot of the time it is just people running for sanctuary but i mean everyone has its influence or has had its influence and then you look at shit like you know kind of referring back to that shit of terrorism what happened at the pulse nightclub shooting in orlando florida i mean whether or not this dude was really gay or just trying to you know let off on shit and you know might as well use his namesake in the name of allah and whatever the fuck else they represent I mean, shit like that really showed a, a fuckleage of a shit that just, you know, couldn't be ignored and definitely made the majority of the year and kind of kept people on their toes for a, a lot of it. So, I don't know. A, a lot of it was ridiculous, especially the U.S. presidential election campaign. It just, it seems so cartoon and so far-fetched, but, I mean, it's, it's exactly what, what worked. You know, it was effective. Just how whatever the bullshit from Flint uh, in Michigan, the the water crisis they were having it being like damn near mud and fucking gook, like that shit. Um, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, you know the grand scheme of of if that shit was purposeful or how long it's been going for. I know here in Arizona the fucking water is harsh. I never knew what the fuck that meant. I've been used to it all my fucking life, but especially in the little area that I'm in now, like the water is um i guess hard apparently and it's not as soft you have to buy like water softener and you know and my, my jew ass i'm like no nigga that's enough I'm, I'm, I'm good no no i don't want to no more spending but i mean you you just you can't do that you can't really go without but uh, another big thing that that really took part of um the better part of the year were all the fucking celebrity deaths i mean mind you these are just celebrities but i mean they shouldn't not be people you know I know some people that get idolized too much to where you kind of would want to disregard them or at least I would like for example uh, David Bowie who was a big influence who I mean you can say inspired the fashion sense of Lady Gaga uh, however I will say her name is inspired by Queen so you know I don't know it kind of evens out and the fact that he was on Under Pressure probably made that like, I mean not the fact that he was on it but it was one of my favorite songs so that's the only reason why I will acknowledge this guy I don't know if he fucking blew Freddy but you know who knows another one that we lost and he was a, a not a native here but a Arizona Phoenix local uh, was Muhammad Ali he just passed uh, fucking Prince just one of the biggest grandest to me most righteous folks in in the business that, I, that i've ever had the pleasure of hearing from or hearing another girl the widita uh, christina grimy or grimy whatever the fuck her name is she was you know she was up and coming uh leonard cohen who had been in the game for i don't know how fucking long uh gene wilder you might remember him from the original willy wonka um, fucking I forget her name But the mom from the Brady Bunch God bless her She was a wild bitch She passed away Speaking of mamas the, uh, Doris Roberts The girl, the lady who played uh, Ray Room Was it Everyone Loves Raymond's mom um, Gary Stanley Fucking very big in comedy uh, Gary Marshall I can't really think of movies That he's been in But I guess He had was last seen doing the Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I didn't know that shit was still going with Adam Sandberg. 
um, Sir George Martin, um, other celebrities that, that I wasn't too familiar with, but I heard of, especially through racism shits. Merle Haggard, that nigga fucking finally passed. Uh, Fi- speaking of niggas, my nigga Fife Dog from fucking. <coughs> oh, oh shit, it'd do hard. Tribe Called Quest. Um, Sharon Jones, she was big into the R- into the gospel. Or I don't want to say she was just R and B. Uh, Leon Russell, uh, Gene Alexander, motherfucking the bitch you put the parental advisory rating stickers and all that shit. Miss Nancy Reagan. Oh man, Dave Mira, who I know he had his personal fucking fights with, um, just you know mental disability. Um, who else? And there's a lot of people that I just that I don't recognize. I can't put a name on, but they. I'm scrolling through so many tasks. Fucking China, aka Joan Marine Lar. That was man. That was Arizona versus boot thing. Like I really, I really feel bad for that. Fucking Anton Welchin. He was the. He was playing. Fuck what was this role in the new Star Trek movies? I forgot who he was being in place with now, but that nigga passed. Uh, speaking of little ones, uh, Kenny Baker, the guy who was in the R2D2. Uh, shit, um, shit. Alan Rickman. Oh my God, I forgot about Alan Rickman. You might remember him as. Um, damn it, he was one of the professors in Harry Potter. But I remember him playing. The, I think he was Michael, or he was some kind of archangel in the movie in Kevin Smith's Dogma, where he played the voice of God, and shit like that. Fucking had me going on. But yeah, there was. You know, we lost a lot of people. Um, some of of grand influence you know others just you know because it was their time you know not not every uh, death was was tragic not to say that someone's death wouldn't have meant something but a lot of times i mean it's it's your time and i feel like if if you were born in 1936 and you made it up until now I, i'm pretty sure you lived a full and a very long life you know, I would imagine from coming up of those ages, you've literally seen the rise and fall of so many things. I mean, I've, I've probably I just had a curiosity and what advancements there's going to be. I would, I would want to continue forward. I'm one of those types to where I really um, do not mind. You know, or I'm not scared of death. You know, once that, you know, once that time happens, I just hope that I could have done enough. I hope that, that I, you know, would have given and loved all. I, I feel like I do a lot while still remaining or having a lot of, of shit in my reserves to where I really don't put too much into something. And I, I hope that I don't regret that. I hope that it's just because I'm saving manager for something big. Uh, that sounds like an excuse, even as I'm saying it. But I feel like that's my reasoning, and I just hope to be able to to find that. I mean, shit, fucking Donald Trump was Time Magazine's Person of the Year. You know, take that for however you like it, whether it be for masterminding shit or being the new puppet. I mean, it almost seems like he's making power moves. I, I, throughout all the presidencies, it never seemed like someone has made as much noise as he has. And that's saying a lot because it, it could be because foolish people make the loudest noise and the wisest man is the one that's quiet. But I don't know, like when Obama jumped in 
and it could have just been animosity for the fact that we have a uh, a mixed race cat or people don't even see him as mixed they just see him as black or whatever the thing was when he was picking his cabinets it didn't seem like it was making as much noise like i'm still perplexed if it's just my memory that's failing me or it's because Trump has become like a key word in a search engine of shit to where for some reason when it comes at you, it's in bold and it's compressed and, and also at the same time amplified. And I, I can't explain it. I really, really can't. But it feels like every move that he makes is fucking loud. And if he's just barely taking baby steps right now, I can't imagine the thunderous bounds that we're going to be around when this thing starts leaping. Really think about that. So as we kind of, you know, gear towards the end of things and know that there is just a whole lot of shit up ahead, let's be patient, let's be still, let's get a moment of silence, while also giving dedication and sacrifice to the gods in hopes for favor and that they, you know, look upon our, our sacrifice with great favor and hopefully give us blessings so, I think it's about that time for Alright, so as much as I'd want to give, you know, dedications and, and, and praises to both my baby mama and future wife, I have to throw a bitch in the fire, you know, because that's what they did back in the day. They would, you know, sacrifice virgins. And I, re I realized very quickly that a virgin is uh, too good to sacrifice. So you got to, you know, give the creme de la creme of the whores. And I think I've, I found one of the, you know, one of the creams that definitely rose to the top. And a couple of these images I went to get, you know, they're coming from Chive or Chive, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And um, they found this girl named Della Temple, D-E-L-L-A-T-E-M-P-L-E. -E -E. Uh, she's 25. Apparently she's a comedian. I'm not too sure if this bitch does cosplay, but she just, she definitely, you know, sluts it up for the Vine or for the Snapchat rather. And I said, ah, a screenshot here of what I'm assuming is her tender, because it has her name Della, her age, and some kind of indication saying that she's less than a mile away. And in the description, she says, I'm a comedian. I'm in Texas for the next 30 days, which definitely she knows she's looking for dick. But she warns you, if you wear fedoras, those paper boy hats, Oakley sunglasses, polka shell necklaces, have the haircut where it's completely shaved except for a small bun on the top, wear jeans with studded pockets, cowboy hats, or have tribal tattoos, it's not going to happen. Oh, and I'm 5 foot 10. So, right at the tops, she's looking for dick, and she's a tall bitch. Can you handle it? Now, there's, and there's, you can look up her, um, her Insta, but she just has very, you know, funny videos where it almost seems like she's slutting up because she's showing off her ass, and you see it slowly panning, and then you see her with the fucking, that makeup mask that just makes her look like she's wearing blackface and uh, i saw one of her uh, one of her tweets here at the della dream it goes my phone has a glitch where even if i respond to a guy's text message it also messages his ex-girlfriend a get back together signal and that just lets me know that she probably just holds it up a lot and she catches motherfuckers on the fence so She's very unashamed of herself, very, you know, lets it all hang out. Uh, there's a text that she screenshot of her mom where her mom, or I guess she texts her mom, 
Oh no, I guess she texts. I, I can't fucking tell what, because the green usually means that, you know, they got a text from. Okay, so she gets a, song, a text from her mama. You want to get drunk and ride go karts with me at the shenanigans? It's just saying, yep. And it just if you just see her, man, like I said, she's definitely you know well endowed and, you know, kind of funny. You know, I can't knock that she that she's a little bit funny. One of her, um, I'm guessing this is the Della Dream, her the Della Dreams of Comedy. She has a screenshot here when you have to strap your furniture down with the sex harness. So she just, like I said, she's out there. She's definitely would eat that pale as, as a soulless bitch can be. I tried listening to her stand-up, and I'll try to put a link to her, her YouTube page. Not the most hilarious. It apparently was her first time, though. So there's just there's so much you can forgive with uh, such a... Um, I don't know, just such a slutty demeanor. Like, you just, you know, I, I can't help but stare a little bit. Especially with the red shirt. They're just, they're just, there's just some beautiful shit to it. But you know what? Instead of letting her live on this worth, you know, passing around communicable diseases, let's go ahead and give this one up to God. Um, God bless you for damn sure. And I'm sorry for being offensive. Yeah, my girl, she um, she knows my uh, my ways, my previous ways. She thinks she knows how I operate, and uh, because she knows that I am a sucker for the fair skin, the fairest of the fair. That's why, you know, it ain't white unless it's right. Some bullshit. She really gets offended when when she sees white girls or a white girl in my presence. Like I had to like keep my eyes straight locked on her, so she knows that I'm not trying to glance. I didn't even think about being white. I think it's just I like like porcelain skin. There's a reason why, if I was any more of a weirdo, I'd have porcelain dolls all over me. Oh yes, but real talk though. That's just that's all just cosmetic, cosmetic bullshit and and. I really feel that, um, you know, if you have no soul, if you have no essence, you know what I'm saying, no substance, that, you know, there's really not much use for you. And anything that's just based on cosmetic appeal, it's literally for that moment. And I think that's why hoes get treated the way they do, you know? And why if, if you're deserving or, you know, uh, at least appreciated in such ways, then, you know, people will go above and beyond for you. And I feel like that's, that's really reflected and one shouldn't just survive off of that, but take it as blessings. And even as we you know move forward, and I'm not too sure if I'll talk to you guys before the end of the year, since, like I said, just a few days out before uh, Xmas. And um, I really hope that in this new year that, you know, we can continue forward hopefully hand in hand with one another, you know, love who you're with, and, you know, embrace all that around and, and really try to try to live it up, not at the expense of others, but, you know, all your own adrenaline and will, may we maybe ride upon ourselves and, you know, and, and do what needs to be done, you know, do what they will and, you know, definitely love because that's above all the most powerful thing. Ultimately, you know, what's going to conquer all. And depending on what you love is what's going to, you know, throw your ass in whatever situation that you might find yourself within. So, and I, and I hope to be a little bit more active this upcoming year, especially since, you know, since, since I'm expecting, I want to show off my little bundle. And unless he comes out dark or retarded, because if, if he is, then you won't be seeing me at all again. But I definitely, though, want to say what's up to y'all. If y'all say what's up to me, I'm going to try to make more efforts, and I'm hoping to be able to 
link up with Verse here before this uh, before this end of the year because we're supposed to have our mandated mandate, and that's where we like a couple you know schedule when you have to schedule when you're gonna fuck we're gonna schedule and say all right motherfuckers we really have to see you this time this day let's do this let's do that let's be fags let's get that so if y'all wanna reach at me at Sopapo S O U L P A P O I'm pretty much most to all social medias uh, always you know email me at sobapo at gmail.com if you want to become a producer of the show in any way you can go to patreon.com slash sobapo and I'm hoping to be able to make more videos with the kids you know make little funny sort of things it just it takes so much to edit and the fact that I'm you know kind of recording on grizzly technology takes even longer so if y'all want to help a motherfucker out I'd appreciate it you know what I'm saying Ain't no shame in my game so uh yeah god bless you y'all be well at least mean well if my name were Bobby, would you ask about my hobbies? Wow. Or if my name were Judas, would you ask me what my mood is? Mm. I laugh, I cry, I love, I hate. I do so much more than detonate. Think about it. Round, Round one. Mega Osha Super Deluxe Championship Edition. Bitch, you be dragging like the cherry on my blunt When I don't come correct with the matches Flashes, huh, huh, smashing Is the only way to mech, mate Go, fold this back to back Traffic you right back to my patience And I am usually the hella chill guy But you bugging like a kid who keeps asking why you got some explaining to do So ho, please don't take this as being broke, but Oh, I'm your job Then why do you do it? Because you're stupid You know what I gotta do, what we gotta do, right? So I'm finna get it till I take what is mine Just like a little kid, it's all about high Fuck you, have Motherfucker that gets in my way Call me best by the crimes has grace Living life just like it's a maze Knock down the door and get that cheesecake Face it, wherever your mind needs to have it Stop it, stab it Motherfucker, I'm finna have it Havoc Havoc <laughs>